I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cheese and pickle. Thank you very much, strange, dark lord who's just <laughs> broken into the studio. Um, welcome to Come Strictly Dancing Halloween week. Yes, it's six weeks into the competition uh, and we will be talking about all of the bats and the crows and the... Cogwebs. Cauldrons and cogwebs. Skeletons and cogwebs. Yeah. Um, I am still Julia Rayside and he is still Joel Morris. Um, shall we get on with it? Yes, might as well. All right, then. Well, let's begin with the, uh, obviously, the essential. They've been doing a lot of ghostly and sort of Halloween-y VTs this week. On social media, they did like a whole Stranger Things thing. Right. Which sort of didn't work. And um, and now they've done, they did this like ghost story thing um, to open the Halloween show. And then at the end, Craig does like the evil laugh in close yeah. up. And even his head dances when he's doing laugh acting. <laughs> it's like he can't physically stop the dance muscles from twitching. Like it's uncontrollable. He's always in motion. He is. I like, like the a, torch like a shark gag. Or he'll I like, die. I like Tyler's torch gag. Yeah, I like that the fact was they brilliant. give you Tyler for torches. <laughs> um, I'm giving applause to anyone in the in the script department, uh, Rob Colley, etc., who's been, who, if they get any jokes to land at all, that's, true. that's a prize. Yeah, there uh, were a couple of good ones tonight, but I didn't write them down. I apologise to the people who've no. taken ages there to was, write them <laughs> there were a couple of good ones and I and I liked it and it's, it's a nice thing to do to get them all acting and being a bit Scooby-Doo and I know what you did last summer and all. it yeah, was fun I it was it. it was cute it was cute Halloween's a good week for those VTs they don't feel quite as forced exactly we obviously have to talk about the judges and the costumes they chose Whoa. woohoo it was um, sensational I so I don't know I've mentioned this on the podcast before if you've ever read Craig Revel Horwood's memoir which has a brilliant title that I've also forgotten because my memory is absolutely glittery balls memory. it's glittery balls by Craig Revel Horwood and um, it starts with him walking down I think the Champs-Élysées in Paris and he kills off his drag alter ego in the way that you'd expect Craig Rubblewood <laughs> to kill her off so the fact that he's come back to drag is kind of like rather lovely because he is really good at it yeah it was a sensational entrance and another one of those kind of I don't know I do like it's a massive mainstream show yeah. and I do like it's occasional F.U. Middle Englandness that it will go it's right, getting more frequent now drag I think. queen let's just go for it <laughs> and, and, and Johanna is being in um, in sort of drag as well for oh, his routine and it was stuff. really fun I, I, I like how they're not even it doesn't even appear to be a thing it's like well this is our world we're just putting it on screen like also, it's not a big thing it's always been the rules for Saturday night that's why Larry Grayson could run and Saturday night Panto for God's yeah, sake it's, it's that beautifully safe British subversion and sort of oddness that I think is really nice I like it Works. too I also really enjoyed Shirley dragging up as Gomez Adams yeah and then for some reason thinking that meant Gomez Adams yeah that name was a posh British man because he had a moustache <laughs> because he's wearing a pinstripe suit yes it's like no not the guy from Mary Potter 
Poppins, really. <laughs> Gomez Adams from David the Adams. David Domlinson from the Adams family. Yeah, it was very, very good. It's uh, absolutely sci fi outfit this week. Uh, the closest I could get was yes. uh, Gwendolyn Christie's smashed half a skull silver helmet from uh, The Rise of Skywalker. Fair, I think that's probably what she was aiming for. Yeah, definitely. I think so. Half, half a, a smashed Gwendolyn Christie. <laughs> she did look fantastic. Also, Anton, clearly that wig had somehow penetrated his skull yeah, like and made some... him really odd. It was like something from a hammer or a, a, a or from Dead of Night where a man puts on a wig that had belonged to an evil murderer. Exactly. <laughs> like you've had a hand transplant from, from, an, from an evil penis or something. It's, like, it's yeah. one of those. Yes, he was wearing Charles I's head. It was amazing. <laughs> right, come on then. Let's get on with the dancing. So we go first to Tony and Katia, who obviously were the surprises of the night. We'll discuss in more detail in a minute whether that's a good thing or not. They did a quick step to The Devil Went Down to Georgia. And the, as usual, the choreography, no surprises, was amazing. I did, I watched it and thought, oh, he's quite good, isn't he? But I didn't think he was as good as the judges thought he yeah. was. Um, I thought I thought he was markedly better than in previous weeks. But he was still doing that concentrating, not really with it face. Yeah. They didn't even remark on the fact that his performance was so clenched and like he was really because because of the height difference, he's always looking down his nose at Katia, yeah. and he's kind of like his his jaw is set, and he's really I don't know. I didn't I didn't think it was like a hundred times better than he has been, but he was definitely better. It was a big improvement. I wrote unclenched. I mean, he was oh, clenched, I, but I, I was clenched. Yeah, okay, fair I, I was unclenched. I wasn't worried. I suddenly thought, oh, I'm not worried you're going to screw this up. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm with you. I was surprised they didn't say... I mean, he he was so markedly improved that you might forget the fact... He's yeah. not a great performer, and he wasn't the devil, and it didn't work. You're no. not the devil. You're just a rather camp man, a very as naughty, Armstrong and Miller once said. Very naughty footballer. Yeah, <laughs> very naughty footballer. I need to sit down. But yeah, so that stuff, which I think they would criticise other people they let him go with, but yeah. it was good. It and, was, wasn't it? And the choreography was great. And Katya is, and I wrote down, a miracle worker. She really um, is. What you're watching here is something you very rarely get a chance to see, a, a side effect of the underdog thing, which is someone who's really not very good. And six weeks later, the concentrated effort they put in has turned them into being a little bit better. Somewhat of a dancer. It's she actually right. can turn somebody who's not a dancer into one. That's how good she is. Um, the judges were agog. They were in shock. Um, Shirley was on, on on her hind legs talking about how shocked she was <laughs> and that the footwork was lovely. And Captain Hook, a.k.a. the Phantom Phantom Dubeck, I think they called him <laughs> on the night, um, uh, said, you're unrecognisable, to which the reply was obviously, so are you, mate, uh, with your haunted wig. Um, <laughs> but he called him a proper dancer. Craig said, welcome to the ballroom, darling. Nicely done. Um, and, and Motsi said, look at you now, what a surprise. And he got... Seven from Craig, eight from everybody else. It's his highest ever score. He's in the 30s. I think there was a lot of surprise in there. I was going, that's probably a sixes and sevens dance for him. Yeah. But it it, 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 it dazzled them enough for it to be I eights. was <laughs> certainly at uh, sixes and sevens when <laughs> he finished. <laughs> you were, you were, you were. But uh, we'll have to discuss, I mean, either now or later if you want to, whether it's a good thing that Tony is now not utter shit. Yeah. Because being utter shit in the face of, you know, everything, all the training and all the advice from the judges was kind of his US and now if he's just averagely not terrible um, he suddenly isn't the classic underdog anymore yeah well it used to be so yeah but Craig would put a paddle up and immediately people would rush their phones exactly because he's got a three and it seems really unfair and you, you want to support him yeah him being mid-table um 
interestingly, as we will see as the, the thing goes on, obviously, I think people's interest in, oh, my God, where did that come from? Yeah. will probably last a week or two. I know. I'm not sure if he's got it in him to stick there or to or to suddenly become, uh, become Molly. I think he'll be shit again next week. And, oh, I, I and, so. and, I'm, and it's yet unclear whether we'll like that or not like that. What I want to see, I want to see him fall <laughs> on the floor, clutch his knee and roll around like a footballer like, does. Like a footballer. And, just, and get loads and loads of sympathy and then get loads of tens. That's the, that's the only solution. <laughs> a really, really bad dive in Craig's box. <laughs> Steady. Okay, now we move on to... Oh, no, before we move on, actually, because the, t- the yes. terms and conditions are a bit underwhelming again this week. Hang on. Tony, We what? don't go past the terms and conditions. Stormzy's cardigan. No, okay, okay, fair enough. He was wearing a cardigan. Before we get to his knitwear, can we just... Should we start again? Take... No, 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 we should just carry on. Oh, right, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a perfectionist. Um, no, before we moved on, I wanted to mention something that Tony said. So just after his bit, when he was with Claudia... He apologised to Shirley um, and said something about, I'm sorry I said so-and-so. Cause I, did go you, home. Did Shirley, you, go home. <laughs> I think she, he said something about her not knowing. He must have been off mic or off camera about her not knowing what she was talking about. She obviously hold no, held no grudge this week. She gave him an eight. But there was, did you not remember last week, he was ever so slightly tetchy. Yeah. And on camera with Claudia last week, he said something about the judges being hard on them. Yeah. And Anton going, oh, do you reckon... And it all being a bit, mmm, got a little bit tasty. I wonder if he had somewhat of a tantrum last week, maybe as the credits oh. rolled. And but anyway, he made a public apology to Shirley and they didn't cut back to Shirley to see how she was reacting. So maybe she either wasn't listening or they thought it was best to just barrel over it. beef? There was definitely something going on. I mean, not on camera. She was being very professional, but... Why did he say sorry to Shirley? If anyone knows, write in and say. Right, now Stormzy's cardigan. Anyway, so Stormzy wore a cardigan in a, in a boring room with no Halloween at all. He was at home, at was at home with Stormzy in Stormzy house. At home with Stormzy. Makes it sound like he should have been in a rocking chair like yeah. Val Dunican. No, I liked, I liked Stormzy's cardigan. Uh, I, I wrote sweet but uneventful. I, I, want, like, I want an event. I like it when, when the stars of grime and garage and things <laughs> become national treasures and they, turn, and they turn up in a cardigan. It's like, it's like when Dizzy Rascal was, was, did the, the Olympics opening ceremony went oh the nation's taken to its bosom <laughs> i like it the cardigan is a, is a mark of acceptance and i liked again uh, i like stormzy i just also wasn't really getting strong like personality i'm or... just saying alongside opening with a drag queen this is one of the slightly subversive things that strictly does we're into your internet <laughs> the nation's front rooms it will drop stormzy in a cardigan and i applaud it <laughs> Okay, so now we go on to Will and Nancy, who did a cha-cha-cha to Mama Told Me Not To Come. Not really Halloween-y, but they decided to translate Mama to Mummy. Yeah. So they dressed them in bandages. I did want Dave Arch and the band to sing Mummy, and I'm annoyed <laughs> they didn't. Mummy told me not to yeah. come. Would have been good, wouldn't it? Mm. Um, so, <clears throat> again, one of those ones where they put so much character, as in, it was more zombies than mummies, but just yeah. generally undead, I reanimated mean, corpses. Maybe they're the same thing. Who knows? Technically, I don't yeah. even know how you do I mean, maybe someone expert in the supernatural could also write in and say but they were kind of doing the kind of basically we're dead we've got rigor mortis kind of dance moves thriller make, dancing yes which which is good for the cha-cha-cha in one way but also makes it hard to detect what's characterization and what's technique so yeah. i it's one of those ones where i watch it thinking i don't know if this is good or not i genuinely can't tell because there's a lot of you know physical characterization going into it that might otherwise cover the technique luckily the judges were here to tell us that they did actually really well the only thing he didn't do was um turn his feet um slightly out for latin 
he was slightly pointing in apparently um but they were they were praising of his isolation and his control his hip action his body rolls it was um, good the top and the bottom uh, being independent which was, was the visibly hardest clever ever thing, and that's obviously very good i just don't know if i enjoyed the routine that much but then maybe with charter charles i often don't because i'm not sure why they're good when they're good i find well and i can oddly... enjoy bad ones because they look more fluid perhaps to me yeah, it lost. That means they haven't straightened their legs. It didn't or... have any fluidity, which is which was part of the choreography. So it's, again, yeah. as you say, it was hard to judge whether you were enjoying it or not. Even Shirley but... said maybe a zombie or a mummy would lead with their heel, even though you're not supposed to on the cha cha cha. So you know, I think maybe she likes Will. He's think... adjudicator friendly, isn't he? Exactly, he's very adjudicator friendly. Um, although I don't know, it's funny later on when somebody else was dancing. He was clapping, you know, and they do cutaway shots yeah. to, the, to the other dancers clapping once they've danced, clapping their friends. And he was clapping in a very look at me, look at me, still in character way. He was doing like sort of robotic, stiff yeah, zombie yeah. clapping. And I just thought, huh, it's not about you anymore. And you don't like that, do you? I'm sorry. I'm now, now I know he's friends with Lee Francis. I'm just looking for signs of weakness. I must admit, I find him, week one, I found him an incredibly easy dance to watch. Me too. And I don't anymore. No. And I'm slightly... I think it's my fault. I think I've I think I've poisoned you against him. No, not not necessarily. I, I find because he's he's in the first week it was this sensational burst of energy, mm. um, and what it seems to be from then on is a little bit like um, Richie was for a while. They're trying to rein that natural exuberance and show off, yeah, to, yeah. into discipline. And so this was a good week for him to sort of say, "Do a stiff dance. Don't throw your arms around all over the place." But oddly, it makes him slightly less enjoyable than I would find him. That exuberance and, yeah. that, and that desire to impress I can feel always straining against the choreography yes. and this was a perfect week where the choreography was deliberately restrictive and yeah. you could see him straining against it which meant I didn't quite enjoy it as much as I should have done yeah, he's a very good dancer he's undoubtedly good but I can I think the flame has gone out for me I think I've got the ick yeah. I think I've been dating him for two weeks and I've realised that I don't like his friends and actually what does that say about him and now yeah there you go I'm sorry I'm that easily swayed it's pathetic isn't it really <laughs> Anyway, what did the judges say? The judges gave them all eights, not all sixes, as is traditional on Halloween. No one yeah. did the six, six, six thing, which is very annoying. Uh, yeah, no, he got all eights, so that's really good marks. And, you know, just above, left him just in the higher mid-table. So yeah. definitely in danger, because everyone's mid-table effectively this yeah. year. So it's really, um, I mean, I mean that in a good way. Everyone's at such a standard that no one really falls desperately yeah. low or dizzyingly if, high. If Tony can dance, we're in a very weird place. Oh, we're screwed, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> So next, this is one of my dances of the night. I absolutely loved this. I always clench for a rumba. Never can't clench for a rumba because you're always told endlessly how hard it is and how, and, and, and even in the training VT that I think Kim mentioned that no one gets very good scores for a rumba. So it's like, you know, the hopes are never high. But I love the concept. It was uh, to Madonna's Frozen. It was in a kind of ice palace. There were crows. CGI watch, crows. quite like the crows. Although the crows, again, did get in the way of the, yeah. of the dance. At the beginning, annoying. crows out of the way. I had big, big points for the crows there and then flew in the way. Yeah, no, no, no. They, they didn't get rid of them quickly enough. Again, it, when they've got the budget, you can see they'll just spend it until they're good and ready to stop It was like it. a bird strike. It was like a jet had flown <laughs> into some crows. It was upsetting. But I like them when they're at the sides. <laughs> Keep the crows at the side. It was like Sean Connery was there with his umbrella, yeah. kind of like flapping them up into the wings of a jet engine, or the engine of a jet engine. Anyway, um, so yes, the Ice Palace and Crows I loved. I thought she looked absolutely fantastic. And I just thought everything about her performance in this was brilliant. Her shaping was gorgeous. The staccato bits where she suddenly whips around in his arms yeah. and stuff. The costume brilliantly complementing that. Um, I just, I this is the one I think I enjoyed watching the most. I think... To make this look that easy, and for me, she does make dancing mm. look easy, um, is a real, it takes real skill. She's got incredible control because that's a slow, push-pull, tense, 
exposing dance and she made it look like she just made it up on the spot. I, I thought think, it was lovely. I think we completely take her for granted. She's a really I good agree. dancer. She's always one of the best things in the night. And yeah. at the end of the night, you always forget she's been amazing. Um, and don't forget as well, because as you saw in the, 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 the rehearsal package, she is so old that she has grandchildren who give <laughs> her a name. grandchildren. Who give her a nickname like a Russian grandma. Yeah. She's called Yaga or something. <laughs> oh, come to Yaga. Like she's 400 years old, unable to dance like this. She's the only person who actually is dead in Halloween. But yeah, she's she's astonishingly good for uh, what well, she is a grandmother. For anyone. Um, but she's brilliant. And I, yeah. I loved it. And I, I wrote down, I wrote down fluid, dramatic, she good. And she I think good. every week I write almost the same thing. She's really, really good at this. Oh, she's just such a brilliant, brilliant dancer. So Craig said something about her needing more reach, even though she had total control and it was immaculate. But something about being bigger and how she's a soap actress. She's in like Waterloo Road and she's done Corrie. She knows how to do small. And Graziano is always telling her to make the acting bigger. Yeah. And I think that goes through into the body as well. So even though I thought it looked beautiful, I could see how maybe another another half an inch of reach when she's doing those arm extensions it was a, it was would an, have made it even more gorgeous. It was an interesting thing to say. It turned up a couple of times tonight. Um, <clears throat> it happened with Helen Skelton as well. And I think what you've got with people who are really, really good on camera, yeah, like a Blue Peter presenter and a soap actor, and people sort of go, oh, acting, acting soaps isn't very subtle. You go, no, the camera's right in your face. You've got to come way down. It's not it's theatrical Have you ever acting. seen that? Um, those brilliant, they were on BBC Two in like the, night, the 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Michael Caine just doing the, here's how you deliver a line on yeah. camera and on stage. And it was like, how did you do that? Yeah, it this amazing. Is, this is people who are very, very good at making small uh, gestures in close-up on, on, on camera, learning to make enormous stage, uh, stage gestures. And Helen Skelton said it. Every time I think I'm leaning right back, I look back at the footage and I'm just leaning back a couple exactly. of inches. Exactly. Everything needs it's to be It's like big. me when I do my makeup. <laughs> like if some, we went to see something, we went to see ABBA last week and it was like, do some crazy makeup. And I was like, I'm going to do blue eyeliner. I've gone completely insane. And in the photos, it's like, you just look normal. Yeah. It's, it's, it's having the confidence to go sometimes. And, and again, when you watch someone like Craig, who is constantly dancing, Dancing, uh, or any of the, the the judges with their enormous movements, and you go, if you met that person in real life, that would be just completely well overwhelming. Over the top, yeah. But it, it lands perfectly in dance. But anyway, it did go down really well. Um, Anton said she was back on form. She was amazing. Motsi said it was stunning. She had presence. She had beautiful legs. Um, and there was <laughs> two of them. <laughs> Literally one, two. <laughs> um, yeah, they they all pretty much loved it. Um, Craig and Motsi gave eights, and Shirley and Anton, who I trust in matters like this, well, Shirley especially gave her nines. It's Kim Kim's highest score of the series. And also, I didn't realize Graziano's first rumba. Yeah, it was honestly Delightful. very impressive. Nice work. Uh, honestly, if I had to watch another one again now, immediately it would be that. I loved it. Now we move on to James and Amy, who I think were saddled with the most kind of un-Halloween-y concept of the what night. the hell Yeah, okay, good. I'm glad, I'm glad you said that. Uh, so- uh, we, we I mean, by, by the Frozen thing, that's, that's not a story. It's not the story of Frozen. It's not a horror story at all. No. I don't know... Who is in charge of the storytelling this week? But none of them have read. Mm. This isn't Mr. James's The Beekeeper. It's not Shirley Jackson's The Wasp. It's not a thing that exists in horror. Wes Craven's The Man with a Net on His Head. It's. It was the weirdest thing. She was an evil bee. I don't know if you didn't, was she evil. I mean, you can't really be because it's Charleston's the funny dance. Yeah. So she couldn't even really. Nobody could. So they could. The evil was off the table. So now, so right, we're doing a funny dance. Uh, your concept is. You're, you're a bee and he's a beekeeper with talc in his hair for no obvious reason. Like, he wasn't playing any character beekeeper? that I could... I just don't know. Now, we know if you're doing horror and bees, there's only one costume you're allowed. I know what you're going to say. Nicholas Cage 
Wicker Man remake. <laughs> no, no, not the bees. By the way, if you haven't seen uh, Nicolas Cage's The Wicker Man, it's one of the best things I've ever watched. Sensational film. No, not the bees. Kill- the goddamn bees. No, it's killing me won't save your goddamn bees. Get off the bike. It's <laughs> uh, but if you've got that to play with and you've got a proper knowledge mm-hmm. of the horror canon, mm-hmm. that's what you do with bees. It's really not hard. Or The Swarm with Michael Caine. It's as simple as that. <laughs> anyway, they did a kind of quite a nice VT beforehand where James is being continually haunted by the ghosts of EastEnders Strictly Contestants past. <laughs> yes. That was quite cute. Um, that The routine was cute. It was fine. He didn't really quite have the bounce and retraction. I know it wasn't a jive, but like the kind yeah. of... the the the. I mean, he's such a long, tall, yeah. you know, rangy chap. He didn't quite have the the kind of rubbery limbs needed it for It was Charleston. lumpy, wasn't it? And you've, we've seen some really good, funny Charlestons. And it was <clears> even yeah. if you get over the fact this isn't a very good horror or Halloween setup, <laughs> there's a way of doing it and making it a wacky thing. It didn't feel like a Charleston to me. It, no, it was, didn't I, have the kind of up energy quite needed, I think. And obviously you've got, she's such she's such an energetic performer. Yeah. And it saddled her with being on a Kirby wire at the beginning. Which is really annoying And then too. while they take her out of the rig, he has to dance on his own for a bit. Which so, he did pretty well. Yeah, but by that point you go, well, I've forgotten it's a Charleston. He wasn't really, it, I don't know, it lacked something. For me. It wasn't, the Charleston's normally the one where you get to really razzle-dazzle, show off, do a couple of lifts, chuck your partner around. He did He did do some lifts, you know, it yeah. wasn't, it was hard. It was, was his, his first, first lift. Yeah, first lift, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and she seemed really happy at the end. She said she was buzzing. She was, that's nice. Very funny. So the judges um, were, you know, they weren't they weren't thrilled and they weren't devastated it was kind of a somewhere in the middle he's so mid-table isn't he james unfortunately not this week but yes i know what you mean in terms of just you know what he brings they, they, in any other series he'd be doing really well but i mean we, would he though i'm not sure we say every 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 year there are some average dancers who in another series might shine yeah. i just think the standard's too high and strictly now if, yeah. you're, if you're him you're you're never going to rise to the top, I think. Um, Motsi opened her score, the scoring or the, the judges' remarks by saying he had a lovely personality, which again oh. is like if Motsi tells you that, you really are fucked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, she said he needed to give more musicality, um, and that the, the maybe that you know that it, it wasn't it wasn't the performance he could have given. Um, Shirley said um, everyone's bringing their best games today. Um, he that, that he needed to introduce some game some some changes of energy and then she had a kind of breakdown where she demonstrated what changes of energy might look like and it looked yeah. like she was having a stroke. Honest, he had brought games in, but the game he brought in was a weird B game that no one else <laughs> likes playing. He should have just brought in Kaplunk. It was it should have been Kaplunk definitely. Um, Anton said he really enjoyed elements of it, which is again <laughs> never a good lovely personality. <laughs> yeah, and bits of it were good. And he did say obviously they were James's first list, but he was throwing Amy down rather than placing her down. Um, time to start working on finishing things. Obviously, he won't get that chance now, as we know. Mm. Um, and then Craig said that his right foot didn't have as much swivel as his left uh, and that he needed to dance more between the steps, but that, that he loved the lifts, that he loved that he tried them, but then went on to whack out his six paddle, mm. um, which, you know, I think wasn't great. Um, I, I think, but probably accurate, uh, all the others got their sevens out because I think, I don't know, they're just not using their lower paddles anymore, those judges, It's strange. About, about week six is a point at which six becomes the equivalent of a four. Mm. If someone gives you a six, that's absolutely damning. Yeah, kind of, I think, because, again, the standard is way higher than that now. And you either are the plucky underdog and you have that T-shirt already. Yeah. Or... Or you're out because you just can't get scores like that in week six. It, Everyone else is getting better at such a rate. It's too late for him to become the underdog, which is a real shame. And it Aww. is literally, as we now know, too late. <laughs> R.I.P. That's quite spooky. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, now we move on to Molly and Carlos, who were kind of playing the um, Stranger Things card with their Argentine tango to running up that hill. Um, there was lots of rehearsal footage of like, I'm guessing just the production crew slamming doors and then going, oh, what was that? Like they do in those series with Yvette Fielding. Where she's like, oh, <laughs> flick, flick someone on the back of the hair oh, and go, what was that? Was that a ghost? You're so <laughs> cynical. I wrote real ghost in training room, excited. <laughs> oh, bless your heart, you little poppet. Lovely it was a be- runner. <laughs> uh, yeah, church in Peckham. The look, oh, it was a glorious setting. It was a Good great location building. Find. But yeah, brilliant, and brilliant place to dance. Yeah. Good. I, I, have they not used it before? But anyway, it's a perfect strictly location. Know, yeah, Brilliant. it was. It was really, really wonderful. I thought it was Wilton's Music Hall, but it turned no, out no, not. No. Really dilapidated Spooktacles venue. Nice work. A real ghost. Um, yeah, and a real ghost. Um, I, You know me, Argentine Tango. I'm a total sucker for it. I loved this. Absolutely adored it. Um, I don't know what Craig was watching, but we'll come on to that in a minute. Um, I, I, I had high hopes because she is an incredible dancer. I just thought they made beautiful shapes. It was really dramatic, those swift kind of whip around moves that look leg so as well. gorgeous. The, the kind of legs going between each other's legs thing, the, the ganchos. Oh my God, it was dynamic. I just bloody loved it. Shirley, referring once again back to her costume, as she kept needing to do, yep. uh, sort of put her finger under her shirt collar and said, I'm hot under my collar. Not hot mm. under the collar, which mm. I thought was charming. Um, she said <laughs> it was really strong. It was immaculate. She loved it. Anton said, you're my kind of dancer. You're clean. Your timing's amazing. But he said it sort of lacked the intensity needed to make it a showstopper. I disagree. It was really... Inter- I think I, it was hot. It was really dramatic. Hot sauce, hot mustard. And there was, I was trying to look past sriracha, it. And sriracha, is that how you pronounce it? <laughs> the, the staging was so amazing. Yeah. I was trying to look past the fact that it had incredible lights. And the yeah. light work made it more exciting than it was. So I was trying to stare past the fact it was staged beautifully mm-hmm. with uh, good music and everything. And But they were in the middle of all that lost oh, and yeah. I was still watching them in Me the middle too. of all that that sort of sturm and drang it was still they were enough they're brilliant those two oh so effing good um, Motsi said um, she doesn't know what's up with the boys because we loved it yeah. it had precision it had control Craig then said she appeared to be dancing two different dances a brilliant one and a great one <laughs> thank you what's your problem and then he said and I missed the word I should have wound it back but I was just I was in too much of a hurry to see the next dance he said something was ugly some shape she made something she did was and then just he just said ugly with all the venom you'd imagine Morticia Adams would have at her disposal <laughs> as she smiles sweetly and says something about you that, that utterly devastates you like it was just really what, what was, harsh I, I made a note of that what happened was and I don't think it's occurred to us how she's really really young mm-hmm. and really vulnerable she's 21 and, yeah she really wants this. Yeah. And you could see in her mind when she trotted up the stairs and she came for the post-match interview. She was so confused. She was very, very hurt. Yeah. And I suddenly thought, oh, I haven't noticed. And obviously you will do. She's a yeah. stage-short kid. She's a she's a new TV star. She's really hungry to yeah. win. Of course. She's very competitive, which is great for Strictly. But also you have to hold that in and not look too competitive. Yeah. It plays badly with the public. And I saw that his comment had gone in and she thought, have I done something wrong? Was it, this is, she was this really is me, confused. This is me because, going home. This is me going home. No, exactly. Because she was coming up the stairs and Craig, basically, it was brutal. It wasn't like, oh, I didn't like this one. Or he was just like, it was ugly. Yeah. And I think she, it was just, it was like someone had shot her. She got to the top of the stairs. Claudia started asking her. I know this really means a lot to you, doesn't it? She started talking, trying to smile, and she was out of breath. And then just suddenly the tears just burst out of her because she couldn't not. You just saw Carl's having to support her And she was and trying things. to not cry. And I really felt for her. It might be the moment that actually won her a lot more fans. Because I hope so. I hope it's de- she showed vulnerability and humanity and the fact that, Oh God, I don't know what to make of that. He was that man just really mean to me. I yeah. think he was really fucking mean. To it had me. to th- have one of those 
few moments, a rare moment in Strictly where the, where the, the meanness is always panto and it's always pretty safe. It's not yeah. X Factor. It's not meant to make you feel bad. Mm. And the sudden feeling that she was very, very vulnerable and very hurt. And the fact that Carlos leaned in and, and, and was very, very comforting to her and he thought, I, I like their relationship. They're really nice. And he's aware, even if you're not, that she might be brittle and ambitious yeah, and frightened yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, of the mean man. Um, and then Cordy was caring and things and everyone was very supportive of her, which is the Strictly way. Mm. But it was this moment I went, oh, you've revealed something I didn't know about you, which is that this is really important to you. Yeah. And it's funny, now Jade's gone. The one who really wants it is a is a, is a place up for, for grabs. Yeah, And I, I wondered if Molly so. had just taken accidentally or even subliminally the role of the person for whom this is really important. Oh, yeah, I, I felt like it was a dam bursting rather than a sort of a calculated move. No, not at all. Um, also... Just to add to the pathos, the pathos, she's wearing vampire teeth. So it was like a bit Janet Street Porter. She was trying to emote, but <laughs> through some plastic teeth, it was just like, oh, you poor thing. It only made me love her more. I really yeah. like those two now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, next we go on to Tyler and Diane's, I thought, charming cha-cha-cha to uh, Deo, the Banana Boat song from Beetlejuice. Um, I liked in that, because I think I saw a VT of them, you know, there's always a VT on, on the Strictly Socials afterwards yeah. of them coming out and they're standing in like a glittery corridor, mm. breathless, having literally just yeah. come off stage. And she said something like, um, he was playing Beetlejuice and I was playing Winona. But she wasn't. She was playing Catherine O'Hara. Catherine O'Hara's character. Yeah, 100%. Because she had the ginger hair and the, and the glove and it was like, no, no, no. I thought she looked fantastic and I thought she got, whether she knew she was playing Catherine O'Hara or not, she got the characterisation really brilliantly. In her dancing, she played the character so I had well. one problem with this. Tyler is brilliant. And, oh my God, his acting was amazing. I mean, Tyler is brilliant. We know he's brilliant. I realised at the end of this dance, and it's terrible, I liked Diana's Catherine O'Hara so much I hadn't watched him. Oh, no! <laughs> I, 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 I like Diane anyway. I've got a bit of a crush on Diane, but this, yeah. was, this was like her as Catherine O'Hara. I went, oh, that's a bit of a bit of a, sort of a double there. <laughs> and I, I, at the end of it, I went, I was just watching Catherine O'Hara. No, she, I mean, fan. she was so, so brilliant. Uh, when I when I focused back, I rewound and watched it again and watched him. But I, at the end of it, I went, that's really bad. Sometimes when the professional gets the costume I right, know. I can't keep my eyes off them. No, no, and she, the styling was so absolutely perfect. The glove, everything, the fringe, just... So even something about the way the wig was cut. It, oh, she just looked great. It was it was two brilliant performers as well, which really helps. The two yeah. of them, they are really good on camera. And, but they obviously they did make him look spectacularly Keaton-esque. Like yeah, he, they yeah. really did pull it off. And his just I I suppose I haven't really noticed because he's just sort of 
he's good at d- sort of entertaining and I've never really seen him immerse himself in a role yeah. before. I really dug his acting. I thought it was really, really good. His American he's a accent DJ. was good as well. His American accent was flawless. He's a, he's a freaking DJ. He's not an actor. I have yeah. to remind myself of that. Though this is not his skill set, but he was clearly just an all-round good entertainer. Yeah. Apparently the tabloids are gossiping this week that it's him and Molly are having a little Ooh. romance, which I'd be delighted about because, you know, they both seem like lovely boys and girls. Um, <laughs> anyway... Um, uh, the the judges were um, apart from Craig again in unison with their delight. Uh, Motsi was on her feet. She said she really loved how he put all different types of or, or the the choreography put all different types of 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 charge art into the routine. Um, there was spice. There was chili. There was a bit of this and a bit of that. She really enjoyed it. Ketchup. She loved it. Some ketchup, some marmalade at one point, unexpectedly. Um, All the condiments. Um, Anton said um, that the cha-cha is a revolting dance uh, because there's so many steps to learn, uh, which which got a big reaction from the audience. was great. Um, I love how he has contempt for almost all styles of dancing that aren't ballroom in a very crisp, very high white collar. Um, (laughs) Just absolutely disgusted by Latin as a concept. Just really enjoy it when it comes through. Uh, But he said it was brilliant. Probably the best cha-cha-cha he's seen on Strictly, which is saying something um and then i'll, I'll bump down to, to shirley before we go back up to craig she said um uh, she told craig off for his comments and said the bother bo- the body rhythms were oozing from tyler obviously she likes tyler tyler's made it clear that he is adjudicator friendly is, yes exactly had a great call um just told him to keep working on it but it was really really good she loved the routine craig said there was not a lot of cha 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 in that but he loved all the other dancing he did. So I guess the other styles that um, mm. that Motsi appreciated, Craig didn't appreciate at all. Um, and yeah, he was unnecessarily harsh, I think, again. So he whopped out his seven paddle. Motsi and Shirley, two nines. Anton, a straight up ten. Yeah, I think Anton's always impressed when someone does a dance that is revolting. Wow. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. I think so, too. Um, I, I would have I would have probably been in danger of getting my ten out for them. Yeah. Um, it was definitely one of my dances of the night. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> now we move on to Helen and Gorka who done a foxtrot to something to do with Little Red Riding Hood that I didn't recognise. Do you know the song? No, I think this is... this is. We have to talk about this this week because we had this problem with Theme Tunes Week. OK. Is that I think one of the things that's really unfair on people is that the music makes such a big difference. It's, it really does. If it's a famous song that everyone knows, suddenly everyone loves the routine like exactly. ten times more. You're more sympathetic. And this one... There were there were moments this week where they chose unusual songs and unusual arrangements of it, and it absolutely worked. And yeah. then sometimes they chose like an old. They found like they'd gone through an old sort of rock and roll novelty songbook and found the B one and this one. Yeah, and they're not great songs that people don't know. They're a bit clunky. The band obviously aren't really digging playing them no. as much. And that lack of energy coming off the band means that I think the dancers you have to almost tune the music out in your ear and just watch them which is not as much fun as being completely swept up in it. Yeah. And I think this was a perfectly good dance spoilt by a slightly clumpy, underwhelming song. Yeah, I agree. Also, I think the styling of it, um, I, I always really like it when they do um, kind of like the costume designer, Vicky Gill, will come on to It Takes Two yeah. and maybe reveal a couple of this week's outfits. And it's always incredible just to see the work, the last minute kind of detailing. They just add something just before they go on stage. Like, it's amazing. But this costume, she's Little Red Riding Hood. There's like a kind of lovely red bodice. And then they, because I guess they're trying to do variations on tone, because Vicky Gill was saying this week, there's a lot of red, green, purple, like the Halloween-y colours. You don't want yeah. to repeat yourself too much. So instead of giving her this huge kind of, which I think it should have done, it's a foxtrot, it's a ballroom number. Yeah. Give her a big, red, poofy, yeah. lovely skirt that, that that she can float around the ballroom in. But they gave her this kind of very unlayered, quite sort of lank pink mm. number <laughs> and I just personally for me visually uh, it would have looked wonderful had she been 
the fantasy kind of little red riding yeah. hood in the red chiffon, 10, 20 layers of chiffon you skirting. Want a, bit, a bit gothic fairy tale. You Some want netting, a... yeah, just really go for it. But company I, of wolves, go a bit mad. Honestly, yes, I felt they could have really gone the full Angela Carter with this and they didn't. Um, she's famous for dancing around in a ballroom skirt, right? Yeah. What I'm saying <laughs> is that, I, as we've so, found that this week, there's not enough literary understanding of the horror Thank canon. You. Yes, exactly. This God, should, read some Angela Carter cards. This you? should have been a bit more gothic. Yeah, I thought she was, and I always like her stuff, I thought she was elegant. I thought the ending it. this week, the way it finished, was her was sort of dismissing him. Was yeah. exactly the kind of confidence and kind of f you kind of vibe f we've been you. waiting for from her. Yeah. And and you could see in her eyes she went, I did it, and I loved. I thought the ending of this yeah. was exactly who she should be from now on, Me too. and who I was hoping she'd be rooting for her all the way through. I thought she found herself at the very end of this dance, and if she watched it back, obviously she does watch them back. She told us afterwards. Yeah, yeah, She'll yeah. see that, and I hope she sees it and goes, there I am. Definitely. I think you're right. I think you're right. As long as, um, uh, yeah, Gorka like draws her attention to it and says, look, look, that's it. You've bottled it. Yeah, it was sweet and elegant and and, and a bit fiery at the end. It was, yeah, completely. The signs of her going, fuck this shit. She's had such a crappy time. Good. I want to see her do this. Come on, Helen. Um, So Craig commented on her left shoulder being slightly raised, but said she had a lovely flow. Motsi said, "Um, I adore watching you. You're getting stronger and stronger. And then she said... You're giving me, and I know I shouldn't say this, final vibes. And I agree. I think Helen and Kim particularly could go all the way. They're both so consistently yeah. good, getting better and better. Um, as long as they don't end up in the kind of no no woman's land of the mid-table zone, I think they are both really strong contenders for the final week. Yeah, I wouldn't um, want to see either of them go early. I oh, think they, they deserve gosh, to no, go no, no. semis and quarters at least. I voted for Kim this week. But I didn't oh. need to because she was quite high on the table, but I did because I was just like, she is not going out on that run, but it was amazing. Mm. Um, Shirley said, um, slow and steady, steady always wins the race, I guess backing Motsi up there that she could keep going and going. She's always getting better. Um, she's looking more comfortable up there. Just now, that's what they often say around this stage is don't, now you now you can do it. Finish every move, every arm, every foot, every yeah. extension, finish everything really perfectly. Eat up your dance greens. Exactly. Clean plates, please. But you're on the right track. And Anton said it was a tremendous foxtrot. It had wonderful flow. She had a beautiful heel turn he was much admiring of. And um, yeah, that she just needs to hang more left, do that lean back thing. She'll be grand. Um, Craig gave her a seven, which I thought was stingy AF. Uh, Motsi and Shirley eights and Anton a nine. And that man knows his ballroom. So again, as, just as with Shirley with Arumba, I only listen to Anton when ballroom is up for grabs. And Consult um, the experts. You're not Michael Gove, are you? So she got four nines as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> so with only now two, no, no, for how many dancers to go? Three, four dancers to go. I was getting overly optimistic there. Um, Hamza and Jurita are next. Um, they did. Sorry, it's Yo we, Yo Vita, isn't it? Yo Vita. Sorry, I can't do her name. Should we start it again? No, no. You're going to do it again? Because basically I, people, I, will be, people will be angry with you for getting it people wrong. People need to know that I have a memory lapse with some names and I cannot pronounce them no matter how hard I try. Hence the news reading gig never coming Yo, off. You can't Yo do Vita. it. There's been a coup in Mogadishu. Yeah. <laughs> um, see, I can do that. Okay, they this week Hamza and Yevita mm. tangoed to Wicked Game by Chris Isaac. I will admit to uh, having... Almost like a crush on this song when yeah. it came out. Obviously, I loved Chris Isaac. He was a very pretty boy. Mm. Um, I was a teenager. I just remember learning all the words, buying the seven-inch single and playing it almost to the point of destroying the needle on my on my record player stylist because I loved this song. This was a good so choice. Much. I'd made a little mental note after the couple of slightly disappointing, slightly clunky uh, choices of songs so far. I went, yeah. you need songs with energy. You need a bit of guts and, and pith to it. 
choosing a cool song from a David Lynch film is a really, really good idea. Yeah. And then this arrangement of it, which was a slightly heavy metal arrangement of it yep. with some squealing guitars. You went, yep. this is what I want because then it gives them something to push against. Yep. And you can do the beautiful ballroom or anything, but against a bit of... Every time they do something with a bit of energy that yeah. isn't polite, that's got a bit... It's a bit brash. I, th- I really like this arrangement. It can really land brilliantly. I think um, uh, Bill and... Uh, OT definitely Enter Sandman lent to yes exactly when they kind of went a bit rock and roll yeah. and dark it really they pulled it off I was just thinking how good it would be if one of them did Rain in Blood by Slayer I mean it's, <laughs> it's Halloween week you can do that fuck it Napalm Death why yeah. not <gasps> you don't get very long on the dance floor that way <laughs> straight on straight off <laughs> I just like to apologise for my Napalm Death impression if that broke anybody's earphones um, cultural appropriation that is no, no it's fine you're from the Midlands it's fine <laughs> Midlands rebel um, talking of uh, something to push against I liked her advice to him uh, to imagine you're sitting on the toilet when you're doing the knee bends for the tango that was excellent I also really really liked her impression of Radigo from the ring in the it training was, honestly, montage the, if you open up if you open up being Sadako I'm entirely sorry is it Sadako yeah. I can never remember anyone's names I think I've got dementia you know, the witch Radiko from the film Sing yeah. <laughs> stop it <laughs> no, uh, I can't do rememberings anymore <laughs> have you had quite a tired morning yes thank you That's I fine. have yeah, uh, yeah uh, you're just recovering from a cold it's fine uh, but Sadako uh, her opening Sadako joke was a proper a horror joke it done was. really well. The production team done a beautiful treatment yeah. on it. I rewound and watched it a couple of times, and her joy in it. I think she's a lovely performer. Oh my god! And I that love was her. her her stuff in training montages is really charming. She does comedy really well. She I think does. She's lovely. She's just a delight. Um, the routine I thought was brilliant. The kind of concept of it is he's a sort of lovely, sad, lonely king trapped in a huge egg timer. So him. And then he smashes the egg timer, and then they do. It. And she's either from the well-known story, the king queen. and the egg oh, timer. Yes, exactly, exactly. I've got the ladybird book. It's brilliant. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I really, even though the concept was batshit, I kind of, I, they made me believe it, love it, fall in also, love with it, everything. we didn't even make a note there. That was CGI, used well, wasn't in the way, very the effective. The was cool. In fact, his right. nose was just poking out of the glass slightly. But, That's you know, you can't have it. No, I'm sorry. Okay, it wasn't. It was fine. It was bad as Louis Theroux with a swan in the Paul Daniels <laughs> thing. Don't spoil the magic. Ballet Imaginaire is pure magic. <laughs> Never look behind the curtain, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Motsi was on her feet. She was like really, really, obviously enraptured by it so it's always a treat to watch you the way you move your spine is incredible I think she's got it to look at him you wouldn't think he could articulate every vertebrae yeah. so amazingly in the way that he does um, Shirley said um, the choreography was great it was really complicated they did see some tiny missteps you know just in front of the judge's desk but he just makes everything look easy Anton said he's an accomplished ballroom dancer beautiful line he said it wasn't his very best today and maybe his left arm lost some shape when he was doing a very particular move but they're picking on tiny things now yeah. because he is such a good dancer and craig was asking because it's a tango for slightly more v-shaping but he said he was such a great dancer craig gave him an eight shirley gave him an eight anton gave him an eight and Motsi gave him a nine which was very nice of them. Not his highest scores, but one of my favourite dancers of theirs. I've re- I mean, I, to be honest, I haven't disliked one of their dances yet, but I really did enjoy this one. I, I love the way he looked as well. Yes, actually, looking back, I think I, th- I didn't quite enjoy Jurassic Park. But otherwise, he's been really consistent from day one. I never one. thought I'd hear you say the sentence, I didn't quite enjoy Jurassic Park, bearing in mind that Jurassic Park 2 is one of your favourite films yeah, of exactly. all time. I mean, that no one got eaten in it. There wasn't yeah. enough chomping. There'd be more chomping in the Jurassic Park thing, because Jurassic Park is all about chomping. <laughs> but yeah, and they weren't dressed as massive dinosaurs, so I was just disappointed they'd gone for that. But I was like, actually, if you look at him as his his uh, trajectory through the, the thing, he is so reliable. Um he is as reliable to watch as Kim is. There's almost no dip. It's just really good. Solidly great work. 
So then we move on to um, Fleur and Vito, uh, who were salsering. I think most people have done their salsas now. This feels like one of the last ones still to go. Um, to break my soul from Beyonce. It was her birthday. She was dressed as a spangly fortune teller. Um, <laughs> he was Simon Bird. Yeah, he really was. They're putting some, some very strange head, headgear lately. Um, there was some really hard lifts. Um, she was back, I felt, and probably the judges felt too, to kind of giving it everything to the point of, oh, are you giving it too much? I'm not sure. I think she's just, you know, aware that um, the dance off is any, you know, is only ever five minutes away. Yeah, yeah. And she's just obviously just trying really hard. Um, I like watching her try too hard. Usually when people try I too do. hard. I do. I mean, it's an enjoyable Will, thing to watch. Will trying too hard, I found it awkward. And Richie trying too hard, awkward. I find most of them trying too hard, awkward. I love her when she tries too hard. I like her energy. That I edge really of do. messiness, they always say. It's a bit messy. I went, no, it's exciting. It's thrilling. She, it's, it's explosive is what it is. Yeah, I thought this was one of the best things of the night. I just wrote jaw dropping down. There were a couple of lifts where she went back on his leg. Yeah. But I had to rewind because it looked like she was just hovering above I the know, ground. It's completely mental. Sensational choreography. She is absolutely brilliant. I what, love her. What dancing. I really, really liked and kind of almost wanted to get join her in a the one one innovation <laughs> was when Motsi said maybe this is a different type of energy we're seeing maybe we're not used to seeing a woman looking powerful yeah. and strong and full of energy and I thought yeah fuck you the patriarchy I mean that's really what I think all the time yeah. but especially in this because I thought what a brilliant thing to say as a judge yes some technique definitely gets lost when Fleur is firing all cylinders but fuck me you can't take your eyes yes. off her and it's not like she doesn't do the hard stuff she is taking risks the whole time when you watch her in rehearsal um there's, there's moves she does and they sort of they'll slow them down or whatever and i'm watching her rehearsals usually when you watch the rehearsals, mad, they're a little it? bit clumpy and they're getting there she is on point you can see she's focused she's trying really so hard focused. there are sort of leaps and things she's doing and you just go this is great even yeah. the rough footage when she's just like sort of uh, in her trackies she looks great i yeah. think she's such a good dancer oh i do too shirley said uh, she was extremely powerful they have a lovely connection when they're dancing and again what again repeating the the mantra of week six now start to finesse like so when you're getting to the end of a movement obviously even in that riotously fast routine finish everything finish everything um, but she said well done anton said um, oh, it comes at you. He kind of had one of those slightly verbal diarrhea reactions to it. Um, Whoa, hey! Uh, he said it's um, a very kind of on the edge energy. This week, maybe she was back on the cusp again. Like, so not quite as yeah. control- controlled as he wants her to be. Um, but there is something really exciting about, like you said, it's not discomfort when she goes to the to that place. It's exciting. Um, but he was clearly advising caution and saying, be aware that your energy needs She'll control. lose points for that. As in, yeah. I think, oh, what should, what should, she, she, the annoying thing is that kind of dancing is the kind of thing that I think should win the audience over because it's exciting to watch. It should be one that the judges knock a couple of points off, but the audience but just go, home are going, this is exciting. I can't work out apart from... Can't you? Apart from the <laughs> obvious thing, which I don't want to keep saying because I don't want to think that of the world, mm-hmm. why she keeps ending up the dance off mm-hmm. because I think she is... Uh, brilliant to watch. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, Craig said it was a little bit messy for me. Um, you've got to be really smooth, but he did say it was still absolutely incredible. I think that if that's the thing that keeps coming for her, oh, you're you're an eye popping dancer, but you're not um, professionally finished and finessed yeah, yeah. as a professional would be. Then you know what? What more can she do? Like yeah. she is really throwing everything at this. She got eights across the board. And a birthday cake, and everyone sang happy birthday to her. But obviously, to end up in the frickin' dance-off on your birthday is like, phew, here's mud in your eye. Anyway, now we move on to Ellie and Nikita, which I think, for me, this is the other slight misstep of the evening. Yeah, Not their much. fault, what they were given to do. Um, it was a foxtrot to the Scooby-Dooby-Dooby-Doo theme Exactly, tune. so it's a winner for me. Um, and they didn't make either of them dress up as a dog. That's also a win. <laughs> 
Um, and she looked super, super cute as Velma, that wig, the glasses. Yeah. It kind of... The characterization was Her spot character on. coming through those rather thick glasses yeah. she, uh, was great. She's still so good as a performer. I only just noticed this week that she's she's Midlands, right? I definitely heard some Brummy coming through. And I was like, oh, I had no idea. You are Midlands. Aha. I've got your number now. Um, they did a really nice VT at Hampton Court where Neil Jones basically stole the whole VT. Like, oh, what are you up to these days, Neil? Oh, no, they're keeping me busy. Bit yeah. of this, bit of that. It's like, oh, bless him. Yes, that was a nice VT. I, I like the running so around in the corridors, the, the Scooby-Doo references in Hampton Court. Yeah. But running in and out of the, the doorways. It was really, that was a good spirited Halloween one. I it was. do like Halloween VTs. They're all right. Yeah, no, no, they're fun. When they have really good fun with them, lots of comedy, it's always a delight. So they were doing a foxtrot. And in my head, I was watching a slow motion version of a dance because obviously in my head, hearing that music, it's a quick step. Yeah. That isn't a foxtrot. Yeah. So it looked, and Craig said it was boring, but I think it was just the wrong dance with Complete the wrong music. Mismatch. So they looked like they were on slow-mo when obviously what they were doing was an accurate foxtrot. Yeah. Her footwork was great. Everything about it, I thought her frame, everything was good. But, oh, my God, I didn't like watching it, not for a no. second. I hated the way it was so slow. I really worried about it. I thought this was going to be dance-off material because actually Me it was too. quite boring to watch. So and dull. no one was doing anything wrong. And I kept watching it for I kept watching it for other stuff apart from enjoying the dance. So going, oh, her performance is great. Actually, some of this choreography is really clever. Yeah. Uh, but it was... Her footwork was really academic. was impeccable. Yeah. You ended up watching it academically, which meant that it would probably do okay with the judges. But in terms of it being entertaining... And it was just... We're back to theme music. Sometimes the theme music for yeah. the show you're dressed up as doesn't match the dance you're doing but quite it's often too limiting normally they're better at doing normally they will pick a song that's not very halloween but it is what they need yeah. to do the foxtrot this week um uh, the scooby-doo idea obviously the styling everything lovely and fun but not a foxtrot it isn't a foxtrot i hope they never make that mistake again yeah because genuinely that could have put her in the dance off it was very I, unfair. I would have been quite angry on her behalf um craig gave it a six which is bullshit just because you don't like the concept which has nothing to do with Ellie or probably Nikita doesn't mean you can throw a six at the woman who does footwork like that that is completely unfair uh, Motsi an eight Shirley a seven Anton an eight um, they all agreed her footwork was really good but on the whole just the routine wasn't happening it wasn't firing at all was it no I, I probably one one of the really flat moments of the night and it shouldn't have been because uh, it was no fault of her own yeah and also it stopped and started a lot I think which which Craig mentioned yeah he, he said both he found it boring and it was stop start it was there was lots of I thought the choreography was bad. I just she was moving it was bad. from place to place a lot. She to had get to get from one place to another, and, and it was walking. And it's like they she hadn't been trained in how to dance between the dancing. I think as well, it was really cruel at coming straight after Fleur, who was just oh, the I energy know. of Fleur's one was electrifying, and then this was very static, and it was meant to be cartoony. Yeah. And the funny thing is, the cartoon energy is coming off the music. It's a cartoon theme, and they're dressed cartoony, and then they just want they appear to be sort of wandering about during. Yeah, it. I feel like all the furniture around Ellie let Ellie down this yeah. week because she is a top-notch dancer and yeah just a shame that that concept was slightly eggy and now we come to the end of the show obviously when you know that they're ending the show I'd seen during the week that they were both wearing frocks and that they were doing I Put a Spell on You which I'm sure Strictly has used about a million times I think it's every Halloween but I don't care Ellie and Johannes did a couple's choice so again you know Anything, anything's on the table. There are no rules. They can do the conga, they can pogo, Literally. madness, nutty train, everything's open. <laughs> I wish they had done that. <laughs> but also, no, I don't. This dance was amazing. So they're dressed as like the witchy sisters from Hocus Pocus. So I guess Bette Midler and I don't yeah. know, one of the others. Kathy Najimy, Sarah Jessica Parker and Johannes. Johannes, Johannes, see now, I've got mental block, but I had to say his name as well now. It's Jovita. 
Thank you, Jovitan Hannes. Um, he looked actually beautiful. Like yeah. the man wears drag super well. I don't know if that's something he's done often, but he did look this was stunningly. A, this pretty. was a dynamic moment that I went last week. I was saying I've been waiting for these two. It was really interesting. We had the journey. What's the journey of of, of Ellie of their, and Jojo? Of their pairing. And yeah. initially, you went, "Oh, we've not got the sensational sexual chemistry we had last year. So what's it going to be?" Mm. And it was a bit awkward for a bit. And, went, oh. and then suddenly they became best friends when they're down on the farm doing yeah. doing the milking. Yeah, the farm was good. And actually. then this week, I went, "Oh shit, they're not best friends. They're sisters. They're naughty mm. sisters." And the naughty sisters, the sort of best mates thing. I went. Oh, you're doing this as a same-sex partnership. Yeah, they this really did. This is the did. new Jade and Karen. Yeah. And it had that energy. Oh, that is clever. And I just thought this had opened up something I hadn't seen before. And she was loving it. He was loving it. Giving, also, it's a liberating thing for her to be given a different sort of partnership. Totally. She's not in a romantic pairing. And she's loving She's a comedian. She did it brilliantly. She really, really did. And it was nice that they sort of prefaced it with that VT about how she fell into stand-up comedy. That was really nice. Um, which was also really, just a nice, I think... She's obviously getting the votes every week because she's never never been in the no. dance-off and she's not always top of the table. Did end top of the table this week, and I thought rightly so. Um, but it was nice to kind of get a bit more of an insight into her and I think it sort of made her more of a character, more of a human yeah. being than just this very funny lady who's also happens to look incredibly beautiful. Um, the judges went absolutely wild for it. Motsi said it was her favourite dance tonight. She was so entertained. Shirley also said it was spellbinding. The, the fingerography was incredible. The kind of what she does with her arms and her hands was amazing. The little moments, there were details. In it. This is the other one where, a little bit like Fleur, with the, the, the montage, the training montage, little moments of slow motion where you saw what she was doing. Yeah. There was a single leap that she did in slow motion where they were, she was in sync with Johannes. They both leapt in the air. Yeah. And it was, because it's couple's choice, it's not, I imagine, a standard dance move. It's something yeah, you might yeah, see yeah. at the West End or whatever. And it was a leap of joy and yeah. the two of them together leaping in the air and I went this is amazing that's it that's the shot that's the yeah. shot it was just happiness yeah absolutely and um, Craig said although uh, he, there was one bit where she was slightly ahead of the time there, because they were doing so much synchronised stuff there was yeah. one bit where she just got there before him but otherwise it said one of your best dances or probably your best dance and Anton said loved it best dance all of them just said best 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 of the night absolutely loved it she ended up with Craig eight three nines from the others and finished joint top of the table on 35 points. Um, and then she, just to top it all off, I mean, she was so shocked by the judges' comments. And then, you know, Claudia said, how was that? And she just went through, like, the, the tick list of what she'd just done. She's yeah. like, this is the best moment of my life. <laughs> or one of them, certainly. And yeah, that it was, a re- it was a perfect way to end. They did produce that really, really well this week. Um, I wondered if she was up to closing a show. I wasn't sure yeah. what they'd pull out of the bag with the couple's choice. But the choreography was just lovely. It was very musical theatre. I felt like I could watch a whole show with those two characters. Yeah. Like, I fucking loved it. It was also a brilliant Halloween routine. Yeah. As in, the whole point of this week is it, it's supposed to be fun and cartoony and larger than life. And that's why I think it felt so cruel when Ellie's, uh, the other Ellie, Ellie S, uh, Ellie's piece was cartoony and didn't work. Yeah. And it was really nice to see, oh, this is how it, how it works when it's done brilliantly. Yeah. As in, you get to be these big, large... You go large, what, yeah. What Helen was saying, you get to go bigger than usual. Yeah. It's panto. Look at the judges this week. The whole point is to go big and what a brilliant ending. They were dressed as sensationally as the judges. Totally. And it felt like this is the spirit of the show. Completely. So we finished with Tyler and Diane and Ellie and Johannes at 35 points, topping the leaderboard. Down at the bottom, Ellie and Nikita on 29 and James and Amy on 27. Everybody else is in the early 30s, milling about in the middle. Um, I was also delighted to see um, even uh, Sunday today, 
Morticia trending on Twitter, but not Gomez. <laughs> Shirley will be fuming. <laughs> she should watch some videos and learn the difference between Mr. Banks yes, and Gomez Adams. Absolutely. As we know now, obviously, um, James and Amy, who were on 27 points, ended off in the dance-off uh, with Fleur and Vito, who were, well, they were a few places above them on the leaderboard. They were on 32. So Fleur again... Back in the dance-off where I don't think she belongs. Oh, Obviously, gosh. it's not always the person with the lowest score that ends up there. But for her to be there twice, it just feels like a real slap in the face because she is not dance-off no. material. She's a staggering dancer. You could see immediately on James's face, I'm in the dance-off with who? I am so going home. Yeah. Like he, was back, he, was, he was in a very sweet way back in the dressing room packing up his little bag. <laughs> Um, and getting ready to go and packing up his beekeeper's costume and <laughs> getting ready to leave. Oh, imagine going out and going, it was me, I was dressed as a beekeeper as well, I Well, I mean, there are worse There are worse things to be dressed as. We were a yeah, sexy lobster. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, it was the right result. All the judges were in uh, unison with that. They were always going to save um, Fleur. She's the better dancer. Yeah. James was coming to the end of his time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Tony, and Tony obviously still getting the votes despite being sort of good this week. I wonder what will happen next week if he's either about the same or back to being shit again. I I'm wonder surprised. how much charm there is left in that. I don't know. Because well, yeah, obviously the underdog thing is it was keeping him in. I must admit, if he'd gone home this week, having been a little bit better, I would have been disappointed. I want I to see. Oh no, don't say that. But I do. I th- I understand the public want. I mean, apart from liking him and being being a popular, uh, yeah. popular uh, uh, celebrity in it, I'd like to see what happens next week. I want yeah. to see partly because I want to see what Cat is doing with him. If she can take him further, True. this is a miracle. This again, this yeah, is what the show's it's, about. It's keeping it's about, her in as well, isn't it? I love watching her. And it's about teachers and, and pupils, and that is a teacher-pupil relationship that's going somewhere really interesting. So weirdly, I've been dying for Tony to go because he doesn't deserve to be there. And this week, I went okay. Give you one more week. Oh, he's got he's pulled you back in. He tricked me in. But actually, I'm interested in their story, I think, a little bit. Probably more interested than I was with, with James and Amy. So oh, maybe definitely. that's I think he was just nice. And unfortunately, yeah. there's too much else going on. He was always <laughs> going to slightly fade into the background. Not enough. Um, so that's it. That's Halloween week. I think, I think the, thank you for that. You. I think the right result there, definitely. Um, next week is anybody's guess. There's no theme, sadly. So it's just dancing week again. Oh. It's seven week on Strictly. It's week seven. Yeah. Um, who knows what will happen um, and where the plucky loser journey will take Tony next. I'm expecting it to be based on the film Seven. <laughs> I would like it to end up with Amy's head in a box. No! Oh, not lovely Amy. Oh, she's been removed. You never know where they go afterwards. Some of them are made into dog food. Oh, God. Yes, they probably delicious dog food um, with all sparkles in it. Um, thank you so much for listening. As always, we appreciate you indulging us. Um, we really enjoyed Halloween week, as expected. Um, we'll be on Twitter if you want to come and say hi. I will try and spend a bit more time on the account this week. Sorry, we've been busy doing things. And um, we're at Curses Strictly. Um, is there anything you'd like to say in your defence before we go, Joel? I didn't do it. Thank you. No, well, well, that's that's unequivocal then. Um, we will see you next week. But in the meantime...
when you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.